Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Maybe we could build a fire, sing a couple of songs, huh? Why don't we try that? Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. Yes, sir. Happy days are here again. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. What are you doing? I'm starting a fight. He's going to finish it for me. Ladies and gentlemen, Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenido. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. This hour, you're inside looking at the world of MMA. Straight up, my name is Pedro Fernandez. I'm the reigning, the defending, the undisputed heavyweight champion on the radio race, having defended that title off for better than 31 years. Make that 32 years. Straight up today, we're going to bring in the king of cut, man. I'm talking about Jacob Duran. Jake Fitz Duran will talk about the politics of him leaving the UFC, of course, now working for Bellator. Of course, the cut man for the former world heavyweight champion, Vladimir Klitschko, in boxing, the former cut man of the world heavyweight champion in MMA, Cain Velasquez. I mean, he's done all the big stars, and now he's doing even more. Now he's free from that W, that UFC contract. So straight up, we'll talk with Fitz Durant in depth at about 20 minutes past the hour. Until then, we're talking MMA, of course, Bellator. World Series of Fighting, UFC, we have a new middleweight champion, Michael Bisping, of course, upsetting the apple cart there and taking Luke Rockhold out after Rockhold had beaten him recently. But straight up, hey, the guy came to fight. And when he comes to fight and you give a guy an opportunity, he takes advantage of that opportunity. He was the opponent here. I'm talking about Michael Bisping. He had no shot at going five, five-minute rounds coming in on a week-and-a-half notice, okay? He had to get it done early, and guess what? Luke Rockhold played right into that. Instead of grappling with him and trying to get him tired and making him work, Luke Rockhold was out in the first round, the ex-now former world middleweight champion. I guess on the cusp uh, of a, a big fight, I guess, with Chris Weidman, the former middleweight champion. Of course, he was supposed to fight Rockhold, but he got hurt. Straight up, lots of MMA to talk about. Open phone lines all across America, one 800 878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. Live from the West Coast, San Francisco, California, the West Coast. This is Ring Talk on Sports Byline. My joints used to kill me. I'd wake up with stiff knees and a stiff back, and it wouldn't get much better throughout the day. I went to doctors and took almost every supplement you can think of, and nothing seemed to help. Then I found something called Oil Can Joint Lubricant. They use only top-of-the-line, all-natural ingredients, and I know many companies make similar claims, but here's the big difference. Oil can ingredients are scientifically formulated to work together faster than anything else in the marketplace. That's guaranteed. I take oil can every day. My knee pain was gone in just a few days. So if you have knee pain back pain and you've tried everything, try Oil Can Joint Lubricant risk-free right now. I'm confident you'll have fewer aches and pains within days or we will gladly refund your money. Call right now. 800-989-1795. 800-989-1795. 800-989-1795. 800-989-1795. 
If you or someone you love suffers from drug addiction, now is the time to utilize your private health insurance PPO plan. If eligible, receive up to $30,000 or more in substance abuse benefits with low or no out-of-pocket cost. We are the National Treatment Network, the premier drug and alcohol treatment referral service operating 24-7. We help connect you with facilities nationwide that accepts PPO private health insurance for substance abuse. If you have PPO substance abuse coverage and you need immediate admittance to a medical detox or residential rehab treatment center, call us now. Call our live referral helpline today. The call is free. This program is not available to Medicare or Medicaid customers. Call 800 296 Now you can stay active and have the freedom that a power scooter can give you. For over 20 years, we've been building the best and most reliable power scooters in the marketplace. And now with our new direct-to-consumer division, we can offer you wholesale prices. Plus, with Hardway Care Service, you are always protected. You will not find a better power scooter for as little as $39 a month anywhere. And with free shipping, if you call today, you can have a new power scooter delivered to your door for free in days. Financing is easy with your credit card or PayPal credit. Call now. 1-800-427-0183. 1-800-427-0183. That's 1-800-427-0183. 1-800-427-0183. Quick with the side kicks. He's got it all. Rachel, line up a shot and weather the storm. He knows what it's like to have to weather an early storm. Look at this stuff. Who want to set it with the Jimbo on the back of Lane Mercer in his car? Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. I'm sorry, I am not like you guys. Interesting combination there. Kimbo Slice passed away this past week, of course, age of 42. Wow, early to go, but heart failure is the uh, early uh, cause of death. That's what I've been told, of course. We'll talk with uh, Kimbo to an extent with Jake Duran in about 10, 15 minutes here on Sports Island. But Kimbo Slice passed away this past week. Bellator issued a statement. They were saddened. Of course, they had signed him to a contract. He was going to fight in an upcoming Bellator card. But I'm going to say Kimbo Slice, may he rest in peace. You know, there was a guy that, that came to, uh, I mean, he's came, his fame came from being a bad dude on YouTube, those backyard brawls. I know YouTube was paying um, artists as far as like songwriters and things like that. Eight cents a song to play their song. So I think if they played Kimbo eight cents every time they put one of his fights on, he would have made some money. Because if he had a million plays, uh, you figure at ten cents that would be like ten thousand dollars at ten cents per pop. So at eight thousand, it'd be eight thousand bucks. So you figure that out, eight thousand bucks per ten, ten times per year, straight up. Was Kimbo making that kind of money from YouTube? Is anybody making that kind of money from YouTube? Anyway, we'll talk Kimbo slice a little bit later in the game. So there is. A new world middleweight champ. He steps up. Of course, he is a man. I'm talking about Michael Bisping, a guy that people gave relatively no chance. Of course, Rockhold to beat him previously. But, you know, he had come in here like a mid, I don't want to say he's not a main event guy, and he's not really a, but he wasn't really a, 
a mid-card guy either. He's one of those guys that sort of got to the, the, the door but couldn't open the door and stepped through it. He got to the top mountaintop but just couldn't couldn't take the mountaintop. You know what I'm saying? So the bottom line is he did this time, and he did it very impressively with both punch uh, kicks and elbows, and you got to give him props, a new world 185-pound champion. And, you know, Rockhold, I thought he was going to be champion for a while, and the reason why I, I ba- what I based it on was um, the fact that he was a tweener. What do you mean by a tweener is that, you know, he's not really a, a – he's really a light heavyweight. He's a small, light heavyweight, but he gets to fight and squeeze down to 185 pounds at middleweight. And when he does that, of course, he's he's, he's a formidable foe. He's so much bigger and stronger and, and, and looked like, God, a much bigger man than, than defending champion Chris Weidman. And Weidman is a pretty decent-sized middleweight at 185, okay? But he, he, he dwarfed him. I mean, he looked like a dwarf compared to Rockhold. So what I'm trying to say is sizes and everything. And Michael Bisping realized – he had to go out there. He had to get it quick. He wasn't going five rounds. The official time, three minutes, 36 seconds. The new world middleweight champion, Michael Bisping. The count without the O. That's the way they say it in, 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 in the U.K. Michael Bisping, the count, the new world middleweight champion. Still, the world bantamweight champion, the great Dominic Cruz. Wow, the guy's phenomenal. Now, of course, four ACL operations, three ACLs. Take that back. He had three ACLs put in his body uh, that have stayed there. One was rejected. So he's, like, messed his knees up a whole bunch of times. And I couldn't understand why Uriah Faber, the California kid, of course, the former WEC World Extremes cage fighting champion, I couldn't believe the kid from Sacramento, California, the California kid, did not go for Dominic Cruz's knees. I mean, I guess he wanted to, to, to win this fight extremely fair. But like, I, like I've told you before, you know, when you're a boxer and you've got a guy that's cut, you know, you sort of use the cut like to end the fight. I use cuts to end the fight. I remember I was fighting some guy in in Pleasanton, California, back in the 80s, and he got cut, and I was tired. I didn't want to fight anymore. I was winning the fight. I told the referee, yeah, he's cut. The referee jumped in stopped the fight. Yeah, early night for Pedro. No no doubt about it. That's the way to go. But Uriah Faber would not go after the knees of Dominic Cruz. I guess there's a, um, uh, some, some, some aura of honor there, some semblance of honor. He just, wouldn't, he just wouldn't do it. And I think that if you're going to beat Dominic Cruz, you've got to take him down. You've got to work on those knees. I mean, surgery repaired not once, not twice, not thrice, but four times straight up. Wow, Dominic Cruz still the world bantamweight, 135-pound champion. Now, Max Holloway was the winner at featherweight. That's 145. Uh, Ricardo Yamas was the loser of the unanimous not across the board. Three zip as far as the rounds were concerned. The middleweight, Dan Henderson, this was the upset. Dan Henderson, back at middleweight, 185, of course, the former strike force champion for a while. Uh, guy's like 49 years old. In fact, he and Scott Cuddy could, could, could take a walk and hold hands together. Scott's in his 50s. I'm in my 50s. Henderson's close to his 50s. Good Lord, what's he doing fighting? But the bottom line is he beat Hector Lombard. And by, what's Hector Lombard doing fighting? After getting his head handed to him by the oh-so-passive Hector Camacho Jr. in the gym in Miami, Florida, around Miami uh, three or four months back. Remember I talked about that? Yeah, straight up. Hector Lombard, the former middleweight champion of Bellator, 185-pound champion, dropped down to 170, was doing all those Flintstone vitamins. I mean, if ever there was a guy that had Flintstone vitamin body, uh, uh, Flintstone body, Flintstone vitamin body, meaning performance-enhancing drugs, it was, <clears throat> no doubt about it, Hector Lombard. But he got knocked out the other night, uh, head and, head, a head kick and some elbows, 127 in the round, 20, round number two. But Dan Henderson, you know, I was hoping, I'm glad he won. I think it's great that he won. He's in his 40s and he won a fight that he was probably wasn't supposed to win this and that. And that's good. That's all great. But, you know, the amount of damage he's taken in his career is probably not good for him. And, 
you know, that's, that's, there's a time when you need to go out. There's a time, like Big Poppy in baseball. He's doing great things, David Ortiz, this year, you know, but his health is not all that great as far as his legs are concerned. It's just time to go. Go out on top. Why is it athletes refuse to go out on top? Willie Mays wouldn't go out on top. The greatest baseball player of all time was running around the base when he was playing, running around third base when he was playing for the New York Mets, and he fell on his face. The greatest base runner of all time, the greatest baseball player of all time. So when you get old, you can't cheat Father Tom. Father Tom kicks ass on everybody. And Father Tom has kicked some ass on Dan Henderson. This this one night, Hector Lombard happened to be the uh, the uh, the recipient of, <laughs> of head kicking some elbows. And, of course, Lombard testing positive in the past and being uh, suspended for quite a while by the athletic commissions here in the U.S. of A. Dustin Poirier was a winner, and that's a lightweight about 155, taking out the uh, Bobby Green and a KO, 253 into round number one. Of course, the fo- the prelim card was on Fox Sports 1. And then, of course, the original card, like the real prelim card, starts on UFC Fight Pass. Speaking of UFC Fight Pass, I think they're going to do a Fedor fight in the next couple of months. So that's going to be interesting. We'll talk about that in the next segment. Of course, Jake Duran will join us in about mm, three or four minutes, maybe five minutes. We'll talk about Jacob Stitch Duran. Man, what a cut man he is, huh? Cut man to the stars, cut man to the champions, both in boxing and MMA. Of course, he... USC had him under contract, and they said, well, you know, if you want to be with us, you got to sort of like shut your mouth. You can't be Jake Duran. You can't be the son of a sharecropper, of a farm worker in California. You can't do that. You can't do it. You've got to be our boy. Well, guess what? He's not anybody's boy. Jake Stitch Duran is not anybody's boy. Having known him since the 1970s, I'm telling you, he's not anybody's boy. And I knew that when push came to shove, it was going to be him saying, standing up for what was right, even though eventually, uh, uh, initially, it looked like it was going to cost him some money and some big-time exposure. But, of course, this is, opens him up for Bellator. He signed a contract with Bellator, and he's doing world boxing matches as well. He is a cut man to the stars. I kid you not. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 20 minutes past the hour. Open phone lines, Coast Coast. Wait, the only trick on that card that won in the battle, battle of Jessica's. Jessica Penny came up short, got TKO'd, round number two, 256 in by Jessica Andrade. That was 115 pounds, women's bout, straw weights in the world of USC, USC, one, uh, USC 200 in the bank. You are tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide. Geico presents the Shazam 15, featuring the top 15 Shazam songs in the U.S. for this week. Get out your Shazam app now and check it out. Plus, have fun and interact with Geico. Gecko yourself and share it with friends. Watch your favorite Geico video. Get a quote. Shazam now for the full list and experience more with Geico. The Shazam 15, brought to you by Geico. Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Geico presents sharing versus oversharing. Today, Bridget Griffin shared a video of her daily yoga routine, two self-help articles, and her new blog called Build Your Inner Bridge with Bridge. Girl, your sharing has turned into oversharing. No worries, Bridge. Geico has some info worth sharing with your seven blog followers, like how you could save money on your car insurance, update your policy, and report a claim just by visiting geico.com. How's that for building your inner bridge? Bridge, Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Do you have an old car sitting in your driveway? How would you like to learn a hassle-free way to get rid of it, help kids in need, and get a great tax donation in the process? 
It's real easy. One simple free call to our car donation hotline is all it takes. Call the Nishama Foundation at 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. We'll come pick your car up for free and give you a tax donation for the full value of the car, running or not. The value of your unwanted car will go to help kids in need. It's fast and easy. Just call us and your car will be gone and on its way to helping children in 48 hours. And you get a nice tax deduction. Call the Nishama Foundation now to get rid of your car, help kids, and get a tax write-off. Call 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. That's 800-760-4895. Hey there, travelers. You going somewhere? Need a hotel? Then call Hotel Wiz anytime, day or night for rates too low to publish. You can save up to 75% on over 500,000 hotels across the globe and get our best price guarantee with no booking or cancellation fees ever. We've got some of the lowest hotel prices you'll find in New York, Chicago, Las Vegas, San Francisco, Washington, D.C., and a lot more. Don't waste your time surfing for deals. Make a free call right now and find deals too low to publish. Save up to 75% right now with no cancellation fees. And to make it even easier on you, we're here 24-7 to help. So call right now. Bookmark us in your cell phone. Whatever you need to do, just pick up the phone and call this number for hotel deals that'll knock your socks off. 800-507-3777-800-507-3777-800-507-3777-800-507-3777. I don't know how a fighter who is an independent contractor has to wear a uniform. Because if you're an employee, I see why you'd have to wear a uniform. But if you're an independent contractor... I don't understand how it's, you can be considered an independent contractor and have to wear a uniform that the company makes you wear. That's, that's pretty much my position. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Make a million loser, man. <laughs> that's the way it goes. 23, make it 24 minutes past hour. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Ball. On the line from Sin City, his new home, of course, having fled Northern California and went to the warm spots of the Nevada desert. The cut man of the stars. I'm talking about Jake Stitch Duran. How are you, sir? Oh man, I wish uh, I was in the Bay Area because it's a little too damn hot over here, Pedro. But I'm I'm doing good, brother. Well, the air conditioner works, right? Yeah, uh, it has to. Oh man, I, I can imagine living here without any. You know, I remember one time we were down there for a fight in the '80s, and it was like we were new to Las Vegas. We were rookies, and and they were renting cars. They were still renting cars with no air conditioning down there in Vegas. Okay, so they only had one car left in this place called. Royal Car Rentals or something like we said. It was at the Stardust. We rented a car there. So it only had one car left, Stitch, and it had no air conditioning. I mean, none. So we're like driving down the strip. We're sweating like pigs. We're trying to turn on the air conditioning. There is no air conditioning. Actually, we went back to the rental car place and there's no air conditioning in the car. We told you that. No, no. Would I have rented a car with no AC? Probably not. Anyway, it is hot down there. Uh, have you been on the road since we last talked? Uh, when did we talk? Well, I was in Florida with uh, Mickey Bay uh, when he fought Francis Bartholomew. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had this weekend off, and I went up to the D. Uh, Roy Jones promotion had a, a, a card there, and I went, uh, went as a fan, which was kind of great. I haven't done that in a long, long time. But next week I'll be in Fresno, and uh, then the week after I'll be in St. Louis for Bellator. And then that's on Friday, and then Saturday morning, I shoot off straight to uh, Brooklyn to work with uh, Jose Cuella when he fights Abner Matis and 
so on and so on and so on. So I'll be back on the cycle. Now, is that Brooklyn, Michigan or Brooklyn, New York? Because, you know, in Brooklyn, Michigan, a Mexican won a NASCAR race yesterday for the first time ever, Daniel <laughs> Suarez. I kid you not. And they said in Brooklyn, I go, NASCAR in Brooklyn? Yeah, Brooklyn, Michigan. You, I didn't even know there was a Brooklyn, Michigan, man. So, yeah, it's Brooklyn, New York. I didn't know there were any Mexicans driving NASCAR. So we're all, we got... <laughs> I, thought, I, thought we, I thought we were all still low-riding. Yeah, yeah, that's the way we pass it off, man. Okay. Of no course, no we'll need t- for speed. Yeah, well, exactly. We took class and, and looks for speed. Of course, let the girls check us out. Uh, Fresno, California, we'll talk about the Bellator card coming up. You know, I broke an, a, a funny story. Well, it was an explosive story when it was broke about 10 years ago that Jorge Kawagi, a fighter from uh, of Mexican descent who was a politician down there, actually got his uh, his doctor to cut his, uh, to cut his opponent underneath his eye, Dwayne Swift. Dwayne Swift told me the story that the doctor came to his hotel room before the fight and took a razor blade and cut him below his eye so his eye would open up in the fight to make the fight look more dramatic. Now, this isn't isn't speculation on my part. This is fact, and it's just fact, and everybody knows it, but they couldn't do anything about it because, of course, it was in Mexico. But have you ever heard of that? Guys, I mean, outside of wrestling, I never heard of a guy in boxing cutting himself or cutting an opponent. Yeah, that don't make sense at all. And, uh, you know, I know I worked with... uh... Uh, one fighter, in fact, one of my first world title fights against Julio Cesar Chavez, and uh, this fighter, his father actually wanted to give me a little razor in case his fighter, his son, uh, swelled up so I could literally cut it. And I said, I'm not going to do that. You know, that, that that falls into some, some major issues, Pedro. Number one, you're not a doctor, so during a fight you're, you know, you're performing surgery, but you're doing it in dirty circumstances, and then you're going to have another problem because now you're going to be getting blood in the eye. So uh, none of that stuff even makes sense. That's old school stuff, man. That you know, that's why you have commissions now to kind of regulate stupid stuff like that. You sort of like a cut man. It's sort of like the Hawkeye Pierce. It's like sort of like Mash in the corner. Yeah, it's like, exactly. it's sort of like Mash there. I mean, you you've got like sixty seconds to do almost. Some incredible work. You've got less than 60 because the guy hasn't sat down. All he's got to get up, that kind of stuff. So it's less than 60. How many seconds do you actually have to work on a guy? Do you have, do, what's the max you can do in that one minute? You know, I, I could, if I'm real good, you know, 50 seconds is, is, is you're on top, man. And if you could squeeze off another, you know, three, four, five seconds by, you know, having the commissioner, all right, let's go, let's, let's go, you know, then you could steal another five, then, you know, 55. That's real good. But I... You know, I always study corner feathers, and I count once the bell rings how long it takes for a cut man to get into uh, into the, the the corner and work on the fighter. You know, I can do it within five seconds. You know, some guys, man, they'll take him 10 or 15 seconds, you know. So those valuable times, those seconds there are very, very valuable, especially in the beginning of the round. Does it surprise you when the uh, Nevada State Athletic Commission came out with this study in the early part of the century, of course, having uh, uh, looked at both MMA fighters and boxers, in the state of Nevada from 2000, I think, 1 to 2006, in a five-year study, that two, 22% of boxers suffer concussions, brain bleeds, but only 2.1% of MMA fighters did. Does that, does that, does that surprise you at all? Uh, well, I don't think during that time it didn't, you know, Pedro, uh, because there's so much more contact to the head in boxing opposed to the mixed martial arts where, you know, you basically have the whole body that you could, you could you know, pummel on. Uh, but, you know, and, and through just the duration of, me being in the mixed martial arts, I, I have seen the transition of, of some fighters that have started to show signs of dementia pugilistica, which is the punch drunk syndrome. You know, so, you know, they might not be taking as many, but, you know, the ones that they do take are pretty solid, especially when, you know, when the guy's head is on the canvas and you're doing that ground and pound and that head's not moving. 
you know, then that uh, that becomes a little bit of an issue. But, uh, you know, when you're looking at percentages, that's one thing. But when you're looking at the effect of an actual individual, then that just takes away the percentages. You know, it just uh, it, it it is happening, and, uh, you know, hopefully things will get better as it goes. Yeah, Jake Durams, I guess. You know, Jake, if I ever if ever I get antsy in a fight, it's when a guy in the UFC fight, an MMA fight, is when a guy's on his back and he's getting pummeled from the top. I squirm. I mean, I do. I mean, and people, I, I'm in a room and I'm like squirming because I'm saying, I'm like, get out of the way. I mean, this. I know that you know this could be serious stuff. You know, listen, guys have died from taking shots less than these guys are taking. Yeah, and you know, and I'm hearing the thumping, Pedro, and uh, like I said, because the head is not going anywhere, and they're just, you know, there's no recoil on the head. And I tell you, when during those moments, I'm getting all my stuff ready because I'm preparing for worst case scenario. You know, hopefully the, the 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 fighter will survive that barrage of punches. But in the event not, then you know I have my ice pack or I have my adrenaline or you know I have whatever I need to to apply to them to kind of get him back to being a little bit normal. You know, in between the rounds. So it is. It. Uh, I mean, I I hear those punches just standing up. But when you're on the canvas and your head is on the canvas and and you're getting pummeled, then you know that sound is a, more of a thumping sound. We talk with Jake Duran. You know, Jake, I, I was thinking of Iran Barkley and the scar tissue. The former uh, two two division world champion had, of course, the WBC middleweight champion knocking out Tommy Aarons in three rounds back in 1980. I was there with a shocker at the Las Vegas Hilton, of course, in capturing the IBF 168 pound belt when he ran Darren Van Horn out of the ring. But he had scar tissue over that left eye, and that sort of postponed the Duran fight for a little bit, and that sort of put it off for a little bit. But he had some surgery, and they took a some some steel chips out of above his eye, and it was from Moncel Solution. And about four or five years earlier, Eddie the Clot Aliano had admitted to me, he was a cut man from New Jersey, I believe, mm-hmm. he admitted to me that he was using this stuff, um, uh, a Moncel Solution. And I remember back in the day, like the Sonny List and Muhammad Ali days, that, that Moncel Solution, it wasn't it illegal back then? No, you know, it, it wasn't illegal uh, back then. They made it illegal. Uh, because it's a sulfuric base, and that's literally what it does is it burns the, the, the tissue. And, and a little story to that, Pedro, is I worked with Livingstone Bramble at the end of his career, and he fought uh, God, I think Michigan or Minnesota or some in some tribal land. And he fought this one kid, and the kid got gashed underneath the cheek. And I'm thinking, man, that's a, that's a big, big cut. Next thing I know, the, it, it's not bleeding, but... At the end of the fight, I go and, you know, get into the ring. I look at the kid, and, and all that tissue is black. Well, years later, I see him uh, here in Las Vegas, and we talk about that moment, and he has that scar underneath the cheek. And he said he literally had to go to the hospital, and they had to cut out that burnt tissue. And that's the reason why they, they got rid of that Monsat solution. It, uh, you know, then the only rules were there, there were no rules. And whatever these guys used was okay, but uh, it became something of a uh, of a detriment to these fighters. There were no rules. I mean, think about this: nineteen sixty five, Jersey Joe Walcott, a really an old man, was a former heavyweight champion of the world, was a referee in in a world title fight between Sonny Liston and Muhammad Ali. Of course, the rematch that ended in the very first round with the anchor punch. And, and the, the official at ringside, there wasn't really an official. It was Nat Fleischer of Ring Magazine that ter- told Jersey Joe Walcott to stop the fight, that it was over. I mean, you've got, a, you've got a media guy telling the referee, who's not really a professional referee, what to do in a world title fight. And, of course, the controversy lingers on almost 55 years later. Yeah, I remember those moments. And, you know, just because you're good at doing one thing, Pedro, doesn't mean that you're good at doing something else. 
And uh, I mean, just like even being a cut man, you know, I, I get doctors and paramedics and nurses and EMTs and just regular fans that see what I do, and, and everybody wants to be a cut man now, you know. And, and, I, and they asked me, and I said, well, you know, you literally got to spend hours and days and weeks and months and years and in the gym learning how to be a fighter and understand what these fighters go through. So, you know, someone like Jersey Joe Walker, you know, he's thinking maybe too much of a fighter. And I've worked with a lot of father-son combinations, same thing. Fathers are the, the worst to work with because they don't see their son. You know, they, well, they do see their son. They don't see the fighter. And, and uh, you know, their pride, they work on pride, and uh, that's probably the worst solution for uh, that type of combination. With the father and son duo, you've got no median, right? You've either got fighters who let it go too far, let it go too far, or they stop it too soon. There's really, they really lack that, that objectivity to stop it at the right time. Yeah, and, and for the most part, the ones I've worked with have let it go too long. And, uh, you know, and, and then I've heard these fathers just kind of cuss out their sons in the dressing room, and I just want to beat the holy poop out of them because at that point the fighter doesn't need to hear that negative, uh, the, uh, those statements coming, especially from his father. You know, you, so uh, it happens, man. You know, there's, uh, you deal with a lot of emotions, and, and uh, as a matter of fact, even like the American fight with Canelo, you know, once American got knocked out, everybody went into an emo- emotional panic, and uh, and it became why well, I couldn't even the doctors couldn't get to American, and I had a tough time getting around. And you know, I always try to assist the doctors with a little bit of advice, or just a little bit of the fighter recognizing me. But everybody went into emotional panic, and and you can't do that. You know, at that point, that's when you really have to keep your composure because you know you're dealing with. You know, something as dangerous as a fighter getting knocked out. But, yeah, so I have to go and, you know, let them know that, you know what, situations like that, you can't get emotional. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, the American Forces Network. As I said earlier, the network did 1.4 million uh, new listeners on TuneIn.com. The iHeartRadio numbers were like 1.3 million numbers. 1.3 1.3 million listeners for the month of uh, May. So things are rocking and rolling here at Sports Byline, no doubt about it. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 32 years in the making, open phone lines, coast to coast, 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. The Skype thing, this is happening as well. The address is Sports Byline and the number two. And the Twitter thing, yeah, we tweet here, is at Ring Talk, R-I-N-G-T-A-L-K. This is Ring Talk live from San Francisco in the Sports Byline Studios. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. 
Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy price again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 877-663-7126 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 877-663-7126 to take your call now. Call 877-663-7126. That's 877-663-7126. Again, 877-663-7126. War, poverty, and disaster have left millions of children around the world orphaned, abandoned, alone. When their parents can't be there, SOS Children's Villages is there. SOS Children's Villages is the world's largest nonprofit for orphaned and abandoned children. In 134 countries, including the U.S., SOS Children's Villages provides vulnerable children with a loving and stable family, medical care, and an education. To make a difference in the life of a child, go to sos-usa.org. In my humble estimation, uh, I think when you develop the judgment that when you when you decided that kid's had enough that day, then stop it. And I guess my final comment about that would be the great Arthur McCanty Sr. stopped the fight one time, and the kid looked at him, and, you know, these fighters are professional athletes. They stop. I mean, they get hurt. They're absolutely helpless. You stop and hold them for a couple of seconds. They recover like that. And the next thing you know, they're looking at you going, geez, I want to fight some more, because that's their nature. They're warriors. And this kid looked at Arthur Mercanti and said, come on, ref, let me go back. I got some more. I got some more. And Arthur Mercanti said the perfect statement when he said, I know you do, son, but not tonight. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. But he has a shock in store for him. He has two great chances, Slim and none, and Slim's out of town. Forty-one minutes past the hour. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Hour two, of course, today the Sunday show. Sunday and Monday. Sunday, eleven a.m. Pacific. I'm right here on Sports Byline. And then Monday at five p.m. Pacific time, we hear switch to Sirius XM Satellite Radio. Let me give you my radio schedule. Saturday morning, eleven a.m. Pacific time, we combine both the boxing and MMA hours. Then we come back Saturday night at ten p.m. Pacific time with Johnny Taco and his All Stars. Of course, I am Johnny Taco. We go for two hours. We talk smack and sports from ten p.m. Pacific time until midnight Pacific. Then they come back on Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific time, an hour of boxing and an hour of mixed martial arts. Wait, I'm not done. 
And at 5 p.m. Pacific, I'm going to come back with the great Zach Young. And we do No Holds Bar, two hours of box, uh, of MMA and professional wrestling radio. So I'm doing seven hours of live radio week. So my voice sounds tired. It isn't. I love it. We're on the phone with my man, of course, in Las Vegas. He was from Northern California. Originally, he left us. He fled to Las Vegas to the warmer weather. Talking about Jake Stitch Duran. And Jake, we were talking about fathers and sons. And I got to bring this one team up, Rico Velasquez and his father. They were in uh, Joaquin Velasquez. They were in they were in San Jose fighting David Gonzalez in 1988. You know, and I went up to see Rico at, at the dressing room before the fight, and he had two black eyes, which told me he had a broken nose. Okay, two black eyes. I mean, right. both both eyes were black under the you know, that, that broken nose, black eye look. So I said to myself, "Hmm, this doesn't look good." So then he gets in the fight, and uh, this is a guy that Romero Adamas had knocked out in the gym about. 18 months earlier, he went into convulsions. And that's why they still allowed him to box. They just don't know. But that's McAllen, Texas. So Rico gets in the ring with David. He gets knocked down officially three times, but he gets knocked down six times in all. Referee Hank Alesbrew, between the ninth and the tenth round, I go to him and I say to him, stop the fight. He's going to die. This, you're killing him. He's, gonna, he's getting killed. you got to stop the fight. So Jack Fist, the great Hall of Fame writer, grabs me by the shirt and says, you can't tell a referee to do that. I said, you don't know boxing, man. I said, this kid's about to die. And I kid you not, 40 seconds later, Rico Velasquez was, was dead. But between that round and that round when I was screaming at the referee, telling him to stop the fight, in the referee's face when he told me, son, go sit down and let me do my job. The father was telling him, Rico, show me some balls. Show me some balls, Rico. He had been knocked down six times. That was the worst father-son situation I ever saw in my life. Obviously, it, ended in the, it, it was fatal. Wow, that's, that, that's a sad story. And, you know, you talk throwing those names out, Jack Fisk and Hank Lesbrew and all those, you know, those do bring back the memories. And I remember those times. And, yeah, father-son combination, sometimes it's not the best combination out there, Pedro. It, it, it's the emotion involved. I mean, you know, a yeah. lot of fight. listen, <clears throat> the problem with a lot of trainers, and tell me if I'm wrong, but a lot of trainers, they fight vicariously through their through their through their fighters. I mean, this is them sort of fighting. Just like guys that have pit bulls, they can't lick a step by themselves, right? But with the dog, they're a bad dude, and they can do things. So people are right. fighting vicariously. I think a lot of trainers, uh, especially father trainers, are saying, you know, this is this is chip off the old block. This is my kid. This is me. This is what I could have been. They just want to give it up and acknowledge the fact that guess what? Tonight wasn't their night. Yeah, you're 100 percent right on that, Pedro. It's just it, their emotions, you know. And and in this game here, when you're dealing with with uh, you know hard shots and and just injuries, you can't deal with emotions. You got to deal with facts. And you know, just like you told Hank, you know, stop the fight. You as a fighter, you know the condition that this guy has been in. You've probably been in. You know, you've taken those shots, so you know the danger. Oh, of, I, of, I never taking, took shots like that. that. Oh, no, no, not, well, oh. no, but 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 you understand when you saw him that he he had the the raccoon eyes and all that, that that was a, a injury that was, you know, that he had before. And, and it's at this point still susceptible, you know, still very tender. So he was going in with injuries and, and you understood that. So, so I did a story for the San Francisco. This is back when we had three newspapers in San Francisco, the SF examiner, the Chronicle, and I wrote for the SF progress. I was their boxing writer. So I found out, I did some research in McAllen, Texas, found out that 18, eight months earlier, 18 months earlier, he had been knocked into a convulsion state, by a guy by the name of Romero Adamas, who was a pretty good 122-pounder back in the day, okay, out of Texas. Hey, and then this doctor, I can't remember his doctor, Diaz, I don't want to slam his name, but this doctor was in the gym, and he sort of like brought him out of these convulsions, but they never reported these convulsions to the Athletic mm-hmm. Commission. I mean, 
after going into convulsions after a fight being knocked out, that means the curtain is down. You're never fighting again, correct? Oh, no, absolutely. You know, and, and nobody should even have let him take that next step and and uh, to go out there. But, yeah, that's that's a shame when, you know, you don't see those telltale signs. But that's why you have to be in the game, and that's why I always tell people. You have to understand what those shots feel like, man, when you get hit and, and you get that little buzz, you know, little buzz and all that. That's, you know, you're getting short-circuited, and, and it goes beyond that. But, yeah, that's why it's important to have guys in there, you know, that just don't mind speaking up the truth and, and, you know, and like when I worked with Mickey Bay, uh, you know, I told his father, look, I'm going to take care of him just like he's my son. And if I see something that's, that's not right and he's at a big disadvantage, I'm going to make some suggestions. And, uh, you know, luckily we didn't get to that point. But, you know, <clears throat> that's the way I look at it is I, I don't mind pulling the plug on a fighter because there's always tomorrow. Okay. <clears throat> Knockout of the year thus far, what was it? Was it, was it Stiff Miocic knocking out Verdum? Was it Bisping knocking out Rockhold? I mean, uh, uh, Diaz to Diaz uh, choking out McGregor. Mira knock, getting knocked out by Frank Hunt. What was the real number one bang? <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. Though. I think all those are uh, all the above really kind of kind of take the trophy on that one. But you know, my sweetest one is obviously, and it wasn't a knockout, but it was a tap out. Was uh, <laughs> Nate Diaz with McGregor? You know, that just that was just a fulfilling moment for me. So did Nate Diaz really gangster slap Dana White? Uh, I, don't, I don't. I don't think so. You know, I, I think if that was the case, you know, and if Dana's still talking to him and still made the McGregor fight, then you know Dana's the fool himself. You know. No, but, no, uh, no. You don't understand, Jake. Cut, <laughs> cut, cut, man. Yes. He has no choice. Yeah. I think Nate Diaz has got Nate Diaz is the only guy in the world right now that's got that that can actually put. Um, uh, Dana White under his thumb and say and squeeze him. I, I I don't think there's too many other people who can do it right now. Yeah, I agree. I I, I don't know Pedro, but that would that sure would have been nice, man. And you know, because Nate, listen, Nate Diaz, Nate and Nick Diaz, when the two oh nine brothers get together and they start kicking your ass emotionally, whether it's in a negotiating room or uh, in a in a cage on CBS television after a fight, you just don't mess with the Diaz brothers. Yeah, and you said it best, is it, emotionally they're kicking your ass. And, you know, these guys are so good because they're just warriors, number one. They're, they're fighters. That's what they do. But then their personalities, even though they're the nicest guys in the world outside of that element, their personality right there will always have you questioning yourself on whether you said or did the right thing with them. You know, these guys, are just, they're very, very intimidating, even though. Even though they're nice guys, you know, and, and thank God, you know, these guys are, I've always wrapped their hands every time I work with them, every time that they fought and I was in the studio or in the arena, I was the guy that always uh, uh, wrapped their hands. Same with Gilbert Melendez, everybody from their team, you know, Jake Shields, you know, I was the guy that they would come to me and I would take care of them. So I have that bond with them. Have you looked into any of this bacteria stuff that's going on down there in Brazil regarding the Olympics and the Zika virus and the mosquito, all this kind of stuff? Uh, have you looked in any of that? Have you looked? Have you? Have you? No, I haven't, Pedro. That's that's way that's way out of my league, and I'm not in Brazil. You uh, know, what I was just of... trying to say was, you know, I don't. I wouldn't go to Brazil right now. I just wouldn't. I mean, it's just you know, especially if I had to compete in the water down there. The water's pretty filthy, but that's another story for another day. We're talking MMA and combat sports, of course, with uh, Jake Stitch Duran, Jacob Stitch Duran, of course, originally out of Northern California. A kid that came from the fields. His father and his family was in the fields. Of course, he wasn't about to be uh, Dana White's boy, per se. And he stood up to Dana White. And, of course, Dana White said, you know what? You and I can't get along here, so you got to go. He went. 
signed up with Bellator, and of course now he's a, a free agent able to do more boxing matches and things like that. So actually the, the switch to Bellator has really worked out wonderfully for you, hasn't it? Yeah, you know, I just uh, put out a tweet the other day that, uh, you know, I personally want to thank Dana White for kickstarting my <laughs> new career because it's been tremendous. You know, everybody and wherever I go, Pedro, somebody will come up and, I mean, often, 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 where they'll mention, you know what, man, I, I'm proud of you. You really stood up for what you did, you know, what was right, and not only for yourself, but for the fighters. But, you know, I did it for the Cutman. It just happened that I was the first one to really. And, and I did an interview uh, the other day, uh, Ballpark Frank, and he says, you know, you're like the Kurt Flood of, of MMA. You know, and Kurt Flood is the one that started that free agency, and he kind of took a bullet for everybody, and I think I feel the same way. Yeah, uh, yeah, but, but Kurt Flood went broke, and you're making bank. <laughs> yeah, I've been blessed, man. You know, just doing what I do, and 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 it's opened up more opportunities for me, even in the boxing industry. Uh, so you know, I became that guy. Yeah, you know, it's it, it's never been about economics, Pedro. It's it's always been about doing the right thing. And and you know, you mentioned that I grew up as a farm worker, and you know, I just want to let you know that I'm doing a show Fres uh, for next Friday at Fresno, and Scott Coker gave me 50 tickets because I I helped put a boxing program together in my hometown. And they're all farm, they're all kids of farm workers, and uh, so he gave me 50 tickets uh, for the boxing club, and then the school has donated a bus, so all these kids are going to go watch the Bellator fights uh, next Friday in Fresno. And, yep. uh, but that's that's the transition I went into from somebody that would never support any systems to Scott Coker, who has really given me all the love that uh, that, that he can. And talk about, uh, I was in Fresno like in 1971 or 72. I got my first ticket driving in the raisin fields down there on a Honda 70. Some highway <laughs> patrolman, believe it or not, he chased me down a dirt path to get, I was crazy. I couldn't believe it. But that was my, my introduction to Fresno. I haven't been back too often, but I will be back next week for Bellator. Now, the Bellator thing has opened up good things for you, doing more boxing. Are you going to be with Vladimir Klitschko when he has a rematch with Tyson Fury? Yeah, I'll, I'll be there. I'm looking forward to, you know, going to Manchester and uh, and being there with Vladimir. And, you know, he kind of reevaluated everything. He sent us out emails, and they're very efficient guys, right? <clears throat> and he knew that he made a mistake, and a big, big mistake, and, and literally broke down the whole organization from management to people in the office to the uh, the guys in the gym and, you know, everybody. And uh, What's he trying to do, blame everybody but himself? No, 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 no. That's just the way they are. They're very no. I think he knew that you know the mistakes that he made were himself, but but he just wanted you know when he goes in there, he wants to make sure that everybody is doing the right things and and um, you know so yeah, I, I'm sure he'll come in and he'll come in with a vengeance and and he'll regain his championship again. Stitch, one thing, one thing, uh, my guys in the quarter never had to tell me to do. Throw punches. I never had any problem throwing punches, okay? I probably threw too many at some time and left myself open. But um, Vladimir Klitschko couldn't, didn't throw a lot of punches. Didn't seem to be, I mean, he got himself in good physical shape, but he had some emotional issues with a baby coming to the, the world and things like that in the training camp leading up to this. But he'd never been distracted before, according to Larry Merchant, who's a close friend of his. But still, is he like Frank Mir at this point in time where he can get in the best shape of his life, but he can't pull the trigger? Well, I, I hope not. You know, I know, like in the end of the ninth round, I, I'm, I'm asking myself. I said, did I just see Vladimir get old? You know, and then, you know, my job's not to give instructions, Pedro. But as soon as and and the few times that I have talked to Vladimir, they've been true statements that he's he's acknowledged because, you know, he knows that my job's not to give instructions. But if I talk to him, we have enough of a friendship and a bond, and he respects me that there's a lot of truth. But I asked him in so many words, I said, Vladimir, what's wrong? Are you okay? 
you know, I said, you got to go out there and knock him out, you know, and, and the words were a lot more stern than that, you know, and, and the, in the last two rounds, you know, he got a little bit more aggressive, you know, but uh, I, I think this one, you know, embarrassment will make you do things yep. that you didn't do before. And so I think he's going to go out there, and I think he'll be fine. That was the greatest motivating factor of my life, embarrassment. Didn't want to get, don't want to get embarrassed at anything you do, yeah. especially fighting, right? Right, right, exactly. And, you know, and, and a lot of people, you're talking about fighting. Pedro Fernandez could fight. I was there. I've seen him in, in, in a lot of these fights, and, and I just tell you what, I'm just glad I'm your friend, brother. Okay, real quick. <laughs> you, were, uh, you, were the, you were the actually Nick and Nate Diaz of that era, no doubt about it. You know, I, I take that as a compliment, and I think you're 100% right. But real quick, yeah. give, me, give me your take on Kimbo Slice. Uh, it, it's a sad thing, you know, and uh, actually not only Kimball Slice, but, you know, we just lost another two cut men. Is Witsi Mata that worked with us with the UFC from San Jose just passed away. And, in fact, they, they buried him uh, the same day as Muhammad Ali. And then Joe Chavez just uh, worked with Oscar De La Hoya and some of the yeah. uh, fighters just passed away. But uh, Kimball Slice, yeah, you know, good guy, but God, it just, you know, at 42 years old, it's just hard to say goodbye to young guys. Well, it's hard to say goodbye to you, my friend. It really is. To so say hello to your lovely family and, of course, your daughter. She's still running the show down there for you? Oh, yeah, yeah. She's my backbone, man. She is your backbone, man. But, you know, we ble- we're blessed with your presence. And anytime you come on, we feel honored, Stitch. All right. Well, no, it's always a pleasure you know, just hanging out with you, Pedro. So hope to see you. And let's hang out uh, when we're in Fresno. We'll see you in Fresno, the raising capital of the world. Of course, going back where the cops first grabbed me back in 1971. Straight up, this is Sports Byline. Of course, I am the man. Pedro Fernandez is live on Sports Byline and Ring Talk live worldwide from San Francisco, California. Geico presents the Shazam 15. Featuring the top 15 Shazam songs in the U.S. for this week. Get out your Shazam app now and check it out. Plus, have fun and interact with Geico. Gecko yourself and share it with friends. Watch your favorite Geico video. Get a quote. Shazam now for the full list and experience more with Geico. The Shazam 15. Brought to you by Geico. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Geico presents sharing versus oversharing. Today, Bridget Griffin shared a video of her daily yoga routine, two self-help articles, and her new blog called Build Your Inner Bridge with Bridge. Girl, your sharing has turned into oversharing. No worries, Bridge. Geico has some info worth sharing with your seven blog followers, like how you could save money on your car insurance, update your policy, and report a claim just by visiting geico.com. How's that for building your inner bridge? Bridge, Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. My joints used to kill me. I'd wake up with stiff knees and a stiff back, and it wouldn't get much better throughout the day. I went to doctors and took almost every supplement you can think of, and nothing seemed to help. Then I found something called Oil Can Joint Lubricant. They use only top-of-the-line, all-natural ingredients, and I know many companies make similar claims, but here's the big difference. Oil can ingredients are scientifically formulated to work together faster than anything else in the marketplace. That's guaranteed. I take oil can every day. My knee pain was gone. It's just 
just a few days. So if you have knee pain, back pain, and you've tried everything, try Oil Can Joint Lubricant risk-free right now. I'm confident you'll have fewer aches and pains within days, or we will gladly refund your money. Call right now. 800-989-1795. Tired of paying outrageous prices for prescription drugs? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get prescription drugs at huge discounts from Canada Drug Center. That's right, the most popular drugs for cholesterol, high blood pressure, depression, diabetes, arthritis, and many more are now up to 75% off. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices when you can get brand name drugs at the lowest price? Call today and get up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs. Never pay high prices again. Get the most popular drugs at huge savings from our Canadian and international pharmacies and fulfillment centers. No insurance? No problem. Prices are so low you do not need benefits or insurance to get all your prescriptions fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting to take your call now. Order today and get free shipping. Just call 800-950-1180. Up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs and free shipping. Call 800-950-1180. That's 800-950-1180. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Check it, 58 and a half minutes past hour. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Let me tell you about the new program here on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, and of course, Sirius XM Satellite Radio as well. No Holds Barred featuring yourself, yours truly, the new personalities, and Zach Attack Young, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on Sundays. We're going to feature... Dr. Michael Lanio, wrestling, uh, wrestling doctor. Doc, man, this guy like knows it all. Like Meltzer, he's like Dave Meltzer, A and B. Straight up, he's a genius when it comes to the world of pro wrestling. We'll talk with him today, 5 p.m. Pacific time, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, as well as IART Radio and Sirius XM Satellite Radio. Now, don't forget, the radio schedule's like this. Saturday, 11 a.m. Pacific time for an hour. Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific time for two hours. Sunday, uh, 5 p.m. Pacific time for two hours. And that's Sports Byline. And then we come back Monday, 5 p.m. Pacific Time, Sirius XM Satellite. And don't forget, Johnny Talkman is also Saturday night at midnight. Take that by Saturday night, 10 p.m. Pacific Time, right here on Sports Byline. Straight up, lots of radio. I thank you so much for paying, having me be part of your life. Until next time, much peace, much respect. And on many of these Sports Byline affiliates, hour number one will replay right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network next. 